Welcome back to Sons of Swoop. This is our one-year anniversary from our first ever podcast. Jeff, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. It's so cool. We've been doing this for a year now. Um, you know, ever since we started this podcast, the Eagles have been pretty great, so it would be stupid of us to stop, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely, right? The Eagles need us to keep on making these podcasts so they can keep winning. I think they were 8-0 last year to start. So let's get into it. We're going to talk a little bit about the season outlook. So this is one of my favorite episodes. Jeff, I know this is one of your favorite episodes where we just look at the entire season and we just talk about the Eagles. So uh, why don't we get started? What uh, what are you looking forward to this season? And maybe we'll get into some concerns as well. Sure. So just thinking back to last year when we first did this episode, you know, we thought the Eagles were going to be a really good team. We thought they would be a playoff team, that they would make improvements um, off of the year before where they made the playoffs and um, got bounced right away. But we never expected them to, to go on to do what they did and be the best team in I thought they were the best team in football all year. They didn't win the Super Bowl, but just what an amazing season they had. So now going into this year, you know, everyone's coming to get us. We're, we're the NFC champs. We have uh, the most talented roster in the league, I believe. Um, and it starts with Jalen Hurts, who is coming into another season. He's has playoff experience. He was in the MVP race for most of the year. And I think he and the rest of the team are going to be great this year. Yeah, when you look back from last year, the big question mark was really Jalen Hurts. Because the rest of the roster we knew was going to be really good. And you and I have been fans of Jalen Hurts ever since we first saw him play uh, in Midnight Green when he was Carson Wentz's backup. Forget about the stats. Uh, I'll never forget that Packers game. He came right in. He gave us a spark. And we've been fans of him, but we didn't know how good he could be. You know, he still had to put together an entire season. Uh, And even though we were believers, I think he, you know, definitely went above our expectations for him. And we had high expectations for him. Well, now I think he put the league on notice. And it's it's funny how differently people talk about Jalen Hurts uh, a year later. Now everybody loves Jalen Hurts when at least half of either the fan base, most of the national media, I would say, really did not believe in Hurts at all. Think back to guys like Chris Sims, for example, uh, not even ranking him in the top 32 quarterbacks. So top 40 quarterbacks, sorry. He didn't even put him in his top 40. So now it's a little bit different. Uh, People know Jalen Hurts is really good, and I expect him to have another big year. Um, So that's a huge part of a football team is how good your quarterback is. So if we're starting at QB... I think we got a top three, if you want to be uh, a little bit tougher, top four quarterback. Either way, an elite quarterback in this league. So we're in a good position, Jeff. No, we're in a great position, you know, because it all starts with the quarterback. And I think he's going to make another run for the MVP. I, I think there's no question he's the best quarterback in the NFC. And then if you're looking at the league as a whole, I think he's, at the very worst, top five. And I, I put him top three. Um, so if we're just let's take a look at the offense first. Um, it's basically the same offense as it was last year. We lost Miles Sanders, but we replaced him with some guys that are, are pretty good with with Penny and DeAndre Swift. Um, and then you have Kenneth Gainwell, who all reports are saying has been the best running back on the team throughout training camp. So 
I think the offense is going to be even better than it was last year because so many of our guys are younger guys that are now coming into another season. You have A.J. Brown, who's a young player. You have Devontae Smith, who's a young player. You have Jalen Hurts, who's a young quarterback. The offensive line's pretty much the same. you got Cam Jurgens stepping in, who I'm personally a big fan of. I think you slide him into the right guard position, and, and he's going to do really well. And then you also have Landon, Landon Dickerson, who I think has... Uh, all-pro type of potential. I, I think he is going to be ranked in the NFL Top 100 next year. I think he really is that special. And then it's it's awesome that you know we, we weren't sure as Eagles fans if Jason Kelsey was going to retire at the end of next year, but he still, he, he still has that dog in him. He's still hungry for another one. So just to have uh, most of the offense come back, I know we lost our offensive coordinator, but Sirianni is still steering the ship there. So I'm feeling great about the Eagles' offense. I think they probably led the NFL in points last year or, or were second to Kansas City, and I'm expecting them to do exactly the same. Yeah, when I look at this offense, I think that they have a chance to be the best in the league. I think they have a chance to be the best Eagles offense ever. Now, what does that mean? It's hard to look at that statistically because it's dependent on a few different things. Number one, who our opponents are. Everybody will admit we have a tougher schedule this year than last year, so I don't know about the statistics. You have injuries to throw in there. You also have the fact that we might score a lot in the first half and then just kind of pull our punches a little bit in the second half, which is which happened a ton last year. So I don't know about statistics. I know statistically we'll be in the top three or four teams, but forget about statistics for a second. When you're watching this offense, I think they have a chance to be the best Eagles offense ever. You have Hertz, Brown, Smith, Goddard, pretty much the entire offensive line, all back for a second year together. Sirianni's here for another year. You add Brian Johnson, who will hope, hopefully add a little bit of twist to this offense. And I'm saying that, yes, as an Eagles fan, but when you just look at it objectively... Um, it looks like they're going to have a great second season together. If you go back to 2017, Carson Wentz was coming back from injury. Alshon Jeffrey was getting a little bit older and had injuries himself. Um, they weren't as talented as this offense. So altogether, I think this offense is going to be electric. And I'm going to add one more thing. And we've both said this now. Dallas Goddard, I think, is in for a, a breakout season. We know he's been great already. We know it's going to be hard to get hard to get targets in this offense with so many weapons. He's going to be elite this year if he stays healthy. Absolutely. We both love Dallas Goddard. We both think, after Travis Kelsey, I, I put him too. I, I really think he's that good. He was injured last year, which is part of the reason he didn't have some of the stats that these other guys do. But, you know, it's hard. It's hard to... Stay healthy, but if these guys do, if A.J. Brown stays healthy, if Devontae Smith stays healthy, if Dallas Goddard stays healthy, these guys could all go for over a 1,000 yards. I I really do believe that. Um, They're they're that talented, they're that good, and they have a quarterback who's going to put them in a position to succeed. So I think this Eagles offense is is going to be top top tier in the NFL this year. Um, And when I'm looking at some of these NFC defenses – I really think they're they're going to be thrashing some teams. I think, um, you know, in years past, you know, the Eagles have had some close games. I, I really think we could run away with with quite a few games this season. Let me let me ask you something, Jalen Hurts. Um, I know there's been uh, some criticism that he didn't throw for four thousand yards. To me, when you look at all the games, it's very clear that we stopped throwing the ball in the second half because we're up by so much. 
and we just start running teams into the ground. So statistically, I think that's not a valid argument. But this year, I personally think he can go over 4,000 yards just regardless. I think we have so many weapons. I think he's going to take that next step and go for 4,000 yards. Um, Again, the passing touchdowns, I don't know, because we're just so good at running the ball in when we get into the red zone. Um, I think he's going to have a chance for another double-digit rushing touchdown. We might not. We might end up giving the ball to Penny a little bit more. He's a big bruiser. But he's going to still have a lot of combined touchdowns. So what do you think? Jalen Hurts over under 4,000 passing yards. 4,000 is a lot. Um, I, I, I would go under. I am a bit of a betting man. I would say he would go under 4,000 passing, passing yards. I think he'll be close. I just think, you know, maybe he doesn't play the last game of the season because we already had the division wrapped up. Maybe because he does he, – he, he does a phenomenal job. We've talked about this many times of avoiding hits. But with that being said, he does – he does run more than most quarterbacks, so there's a chance he could miss a game or two. I would go under. And and another reason why is because we have such a great ground attack, both with Jalen Hurts and with this platoon uh, running back team that we have. I, I think we're going to be running the ball a lot. I think we're going to be up big in a lot of games. So I would go under with Jalen Hurts for passing yards, but that doesn't mean I don't think he's going to have an amazing season. I mean, he's going to have those rushing touchdowns. He's going to have those rushing yards, and he's going to be the the starting quarterback on one of the best teams in football. So I think he's going to be in the MVP discussion all year long. Any concerns on the offensive side of the ball? I don't have any concerns with this team. If you want to nitpick we have we don't have a good third wide receiver. We have Quez Watkins coming back, who we're not really fans of. Um, I know we signed. Ugh, I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, Olamide Zacchaeus. Olamide Zacchaeus. I don't. That's my guess at how you say. Yeah, that. he's a smaller guy. I don't. You know, if your weak spot on the offense is your third wide receiver, you're going to have a lot of success. So, other than that spot. We're looking great. Best offensive line in the league. I think we have the best weapons in the league, and we have a top three quarterback in the league. Yeah, when I look at the wide receiver position, um, I'm going to give Quez a second chance. He was pretty good his first two years. He does have a skill set that other guys don't have. He is one of the fastest wide receivers in the league. So I'm going to give him one more chance. Um, Obviously, he can't turn the ball over, and he's got to finish his his routes. I mean, those were his two biggest problems. He caused a lot of turnovers last year. He dropped a huge pass in the Super Bowl, but he's got speed. He does have speed. So I'll give him one more chance. It's not like he is absolutely terrible and has nothing to offer. If he can use his speed and hold on to the ball, he could actually be a huge weapon for this offense. I'm skeptical, but I'm going to give him a second chance. The other thing with Zacchaeus is that he had 500 yards last year in the Falcons' offense, and they were the run-first offense. I think they were the they ran more than any other team, and they didn't have a great quarterback, so he could be okay. I mean, he, he had more yards than Pascal last year. He might be an upgrade there. Um, my concerns with the offense. And I do have a couple of concerns, um, and it's more depth. Uh, Marcus Mariota, I'm not a fan of. So if Jalen Hurts does miss time, I am nervous. But you could probably say that with most backup quarterbacks. However, I just think Marcus Mariota just stinks. I think he just stinks. Um, I think we have a little bit less offensive line depth. But if you're losing a Lane Johnson or a Jason Kelsey for an extended period of time anyway... You're probably in trouble. So, again, I can't 
go too far into that. Every team has depth concerns. You know, again, if you if you lose one of your offensive tackles, if you lose your quarterback, you're probably not going to win a lot of games. So most teams are going to say that. Um, other than that, my concern, not necessarily concerns, but I, I'm interested to see Sirianni. Everybody's on to him now. And the great NFL coaches, especially guys like Andy Reid, I look at him because he was our guy. you got to evolve every single year. So I'm interested to see what Sirianni does. And really, this is year two as, you know, an elite offense. Is he going to adapt? Is it going to be predictable? Chip Kelly had a great first year here. And then he was incredibly predictable to the point where defensive players are calling out the plays before the snap. So I'm not super worried, but what do you think of Sirianni, Brian Johnson? Do you think they will evolve? Are you worried? What do you think? Uh, I'm not worried about those guys at all. I think Sirianni has been nothing but excellent since he took over as the Eagles head football coach. Um, With Brian Johnson, I'm also not concerned. He's known Jalen Hurts for an awfully long time now. I think the two of those guys are going to gel pretty seamlessly. Um, So, And especially when you have such a talented offense. It's, it's hard to mess it up, really. I mean, we are just so loaded that I, I, I don't see any – I don't think it's going to be a concern. But I do want to just uh, piggyback off of what you were saying about Marcus Mariota. I just want to go on record and just say I think Tanner McKee should be our second-string quarterback because we went to the open practice. This was before the preseason games even began, and we – both saw Mariota just throw all these ducks, he, uh, not tight spirals. He's throwing the ball five yards over the receiver's heads. And then he gets in the preseason, and he, he looks even worse somehow. Um, so I, I I don't like Mariota. My guess is he's probably going to have to come in for a game or two this year. And if it was me, I'd go McKee. He's a big guy. I don't know if he's going to ever be anything in the NFL, but um, I, I think Mariota is that bad. And Mariota, you know, you were saying he didn't look good in the open practice. Even in the warm-ups, when he's just throwing to a trainer and there's nothing there, he, he couldn't hit the trainer. So he was horrible, and I agree with you. I think that um, McKee, I'm kind of looking at the 49ers, right? I mean, Brock Purdy came in. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Purdy, but you can you just know if a guy's better than another guy. And I think it's at some point... The experience doesn't matter. I think if it were close, i go with the guy who has more experience for sure. And Mario's got a lot of NFL experience. But when you're watching the two guys, uh, it's clear McKee is better than him. And McKee is a guy who I know before the season, whether you like pro football focus or not, but I remember before the season last year, looking at some of their mock drafts, and they had him in the first round. So... You can see why he has potential. He's 6'6". He's got a strong arm. He went to Stanford, so he's a smart guy. Um, I know he's like the opposite kind of quarterback as Jalen Hurts, but at some point, just go with the better quarterback. Sure, yeah. I mean, um, and another thing, you know, people have film on Mariota. They know what he's going to do. McKee, it's not as easy to uh, game plan for him. So. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's going to be Brock Purdy. I know Purdy had was like 8-0 last year in the regular season. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying... I don't care if he's a rookie. If he's better than Mariota, you just got to play him. So that's my opinion on that. And I agree with you with Nick Sirianni and Brian Johnson. I love those guys, but it's kind of something I got to see every year. I got to see it every year. Are you going to be st- – I don't think he will be. Just looking at, at Sirianni, I thought Doug Peterson actually got a little stale. 
Nick Sirianni is a guy that just seems like he has endless energy. Doug, at, at the end of his time here, seemed like he was, like, depressed. He just seemed, like, burnt out. That is not Sirianni. This guy's like a, a golden retriever who, <laughs> like, literally has endless energy and is always looking for different things. But it's just something I will be looking for. All right, you ready to move on to defense? Yeah, let's talk about the defense. I think this is... Uh this is the Eagles team, the defensive team, that's a little bit more up in the air. We lost our coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, who's now a head coach for the Arizona Cardinals, and we're replacing him with Sean Desai. And then we lost a decent amount of players. You know, we lost Marcus Epps. We lost TJ Edwards. We lost Javon Hargrave. We lost CJ Gardner-Johnson. So we have some new guys coming in, a lot of younger uh, rookies that are that seem to be super talented from everything I'm hearing. And we still do have some veterans. We still have, you know, Brandon Graham's back. Fletcher Cox is back. Um, so we do have, we still have a solid core of vets. But um, with that said, Joe, how do you, what do you, what are your thoughts about the Eagles' defense coming into the season? So I've heard a lot of people say that the Eagles' defense is clearly not as talented as last year. I'm not so sure about that, Jeff. I'm actually more excited for the defense this year than last year. Um, and again, forget about statistics for a second. I know they had a ton of sacks. Um, they played a lot of bad quarterbacks. I thought Jonathan Gannon, by the way, you can see he, the guy's a clown. I mean, everybody saw the video that was put out. I mean, it looks like the Cardinals players are already done with him. But when I look at the players this year, um, the big loss to me was Javon Hargrave. The other guys to me are all replaceable. Good players, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're bad players, but replaceable players. I mean, Marcus Epps, before he came here, was a nobody. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, before he came here, nobody really knew who he was. Same thing with T.J. Edwards, undrafted guy. Comes in, you know, was benefited, uh, had benefited from the talent around him. Not saying these guys are bad players. But when I look at this defense, and I see the young talent that has more pedigree than those guys, Jalen Carter, N'Kobe Dean, um, you add in guys like Jordan Davis, uh, and I think guys like Josh Sweat are only going to get better. Um, I'm, I'm very excited. Reed Blankenship, to me, I liked better than Gardner-Johnson last year. Forget about the interceptions. Gardner-Johnson, you can mark, mark it down. He's not getting five or six interceptions this year. It's not happening. Reed Blankenship, I thought, played great last year. So the biggest question mark for me on this defense, number one, is N'Kobe Dean going to be as good as I think he will be? And two, is the safety next to Reed Blankenship going to be that good? I don't have too many questions. Jalen Carter, I think, is going to be a stud. These young guys, I think, are going to step up. But I'm very excited. Last thing I'll say, I'm excited for Desai. I actually think he's going to be better than Gannon just from everything I'm hearing, seeing. We'll see. I'm sure we'll be screaming at our TV next week when the Patriots score a touchdown. But I think he's going to be better than Gannon. Yeah, I mean, he certainly could be. Um, so the, let me just say this. The Eagles' defense last year, minus the Super Bowl, was really an all-time Eagles defense. They, they were, by all accounts, excellent. I, I think they set the record for most sacks of all time. You had like four or five different guys with ten uh, with double-digit sacks. They may have led the, the NFL in turnovers. So I do expect a regression just because the Eagles' defense was just so good last year. Minus the Super Bowl, of course. Um, 
But with that said, I am so excited for this team. There's so many young guys, so many talented players on this team that I just can't wait to watch. You have Jordan Davis um, taking another year into the NFL. You have Nicobe Dean, who I've been dying to see. Um, you have uh, uh, Jordan Davis, I mean, uh, Jalen Carter and uh, Nolan Smith, these rookies, these first-round rookies that we drafted that, you know, Jalen Carter sounds like he he's going to be there for a uh, defensive uh, rookie of the year this year. Him and probably uh, Will Anderson from Houston looks really good, too. They'll, they'll probably be duking it out, but um, you still got the Eagles' front seven is, is going to be great. I think there's some questions with the secondary. Darius Slay is getting up there in age. Um, I, I still really like James Bradbury. I think he's our best cornerback. Uh, Avante Maddox, I think, is a really good slot corner. But then after those three guys, it's kind of questionable with our cornerback depth. You got, like, um, Ringo and, and Joe. We'll see how um, they'll do this year. And then with the safeties, I actually really liked C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He, Out of all the players, he's probably the one I would want to stick around. You know, I think Hargrave is a better player, but we have just so many guys on that defensive line that I think with him leaving, it's, it's kind of okay. But I would love to see him paired with Reed Blankenship because I really do think Reed is going to be better than Marcus Epps. I thought Marcus Epps played kind of recklessly. He would get you a, a, an unnecessary roughness, personal foul call that would screw you. I think Reed's better. I think he hits just as hard and sets the tone back there. Um, so this this Eagles defense, um, I think they're going to be one of the best defenses in the league. I just don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year, but I still think they're they're going to be great. Well, let me ask you, when you say not as good, do you mean statistically? Do you mean when you're watching, you know, teams are just going to be able to fool us more? Because um, when I'm looking at this... To me, when I look at defense, I'm looking at defensive line and cornerbacks first. Safeties, linebackers are not as important to me. And I think Howie Roseman would probably agree with that. Our defensive line, again, we might not get as many sacks as last year. We're playing you know, better teams. We have a first-place schedule, probably playing better quarterbacks as well that are going to get the ball out. right? We're not playing Carson Wentz this year, who I think we got like 10 sacks on. So that could be a deceptive stat. Um, not saying we were bad last year. We were obviously great. But my point is, um, I'm, I mean, Brandon Graham, Hassan Arendt, Josh Sweat, Nolan Smith. I know we don't necessarily love them, but Derek Barnett's better than a lot of backup or fifth-string defensive ends. Um, you have Jalen Carter could be really the missing piece here. I love Javon Hargrave. And I'm not saying Carter's going to be better than him. But all the people that are saying it's just guaranteed that he's not going to be better than him, I don't know if I agree with that. Everybody's saying Jalen Carter's playing like the number one overall pick, um, and he might be a better run defender already. I'm not saying he's going to have 11 sacks. Uh, then you still have Fletcher Cox. You still have Jalen Carter. Um, you still have Milton Williams. You didn't bring up Milton oh, Williams. I, I like Milton Williams coming into this year. I think he's going to have sort of a breakout season with the Eagles. I totally agree. So I'm looking at the defensive line as maybe the best in the league, definitely the deepest in the league, period. I don't think anybody would argue that. Then cornerback, I'd agree. Slay worries me, and he has worried me the last couple of years. But I love James Bradbury. He just gets so disrespected. Um, He's better than Darius Slay. And I like the way he plays better than Darius Slay. And I like that he is very stoic. And Darius Slay sometimes a little too goofy for me. And says stupid things sometimes. I, I think you need that on team to loosen it up. 
But I like Bradbury. I mean, he's all business. He, I, I've never even seen James Bradbury smile before. He's just all business. So um, I agree with you, but I'm looking at these cornerbacks, this defensive line. I think we'll be a top five defense this year. Top five? Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I, I totally agree. I think we have the best offensive line in the league, us, and then probably the Jets, and then I don't know after that, but we're definitely one or two. Um, yeah, it's really more of the secondary that worries me, and just having, I mean, these rookies and these younger players are super talented, but I think with that, you can also just expect some mistakes to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and, and new defensive coordinator. New defensive so, coordinator. Well, I might think he's his scheme's better. There's going to be some growing pains there for sure. I agree with that. Definitely. So just to answer the question you floated out there, you know, I I think it would be very very tough to statistically replicate the season they had last year. But even with the eye test, my prediction is they're not as good as they were last year. But that's actually okay because we have a new defensive coordinator in Sean Desai, and I think a huge reason we did not win that Super Bowl last year is because Jonathan Gannon refused to make any adjustments in the Super Bowl. It, he did not make any adjustments, and now we have a guy like Sean Desai coming in who, you know, maybe he he will make an adjustment when we get to when we get to the big time games because you know this Eagles team is going to be in the playoffs. You know they're going to be in important games. You know the the defense the defense might not play as well throughout the longevity of the season, but when it comes down to to crunch time, I'm hoping that with a different guy at the helm, that better decisions will be made. Yeah. Uh, so just going into decide, just from what I've heard. You know, we follow all the beat reporters, and they know because they're at every training camp every year. So what I've heard about Desai, number one, is he's already more aggressive than Jonathan Gannon, which is something that we've talked about. Now, we don't want to be reckless. We don't want to be blitzing every time. I get this is not the 90s or the 80s. Uh, I get that, right? You look at the Giants defensive coordinator. He blitzes every time, and we destroyed him in the playoffs. We don't want to do that. But we want to be a little bit more aggressive at times. The other thing I heard is he's more creative. He's had James Bradbury in the slot, where James Bradbury's never really played there before. Well, I'll tell you this, Jeff. I would rather James Bradbury on Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl than Marcus Epps. Would you? I mean, that's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I mean, it's at least a consideration. He's had Nolan Smith playing inside linebacker. He's had people moving around a little bit to create some deception. Yeah, just mix it up. Mix it up a little bit, right? If you're playing a team that has two terrible outside receivers but a great slot or a big slot, maybe I don't want Avante Maddox on him. Avante Maddox is 5'9". Maybe I want Brad Barry on him. So I think he's going to mix it up a little bit more. But like you said, that's going to add to some mistakes being made, right? If James Bradbury's never played slot before, he's going to make some mistakes there potentially. Um, but I'm willing to make some mistakes. Like I, my big problem with Gannon, I didn't care about the stats. I, I didn't care about any of that. When I watched the game, I got frustrated with what you said. There's not those adjustments um, that he would, he just wouldn't make, and it came back to bite us in the Super Bowl when you were playing a great team. Yeah, you can do that against a crappy team, sure. But when you're going up against Pat Mahomes, that's not going to work. And Andy Reid, they're going to exploit that, and you're going to end up having two wide open touchdowns. Oh. Don't get me started. No, let's 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 get off of this topic. I'm I'm getting too worked up. Let's move to the special teams, Joe. Let's talk about the special teams for a moment. We're bringing back your boy Michael Clay, who you've you've had many 
you had many words to say about Michael Clay last year. Well, he's back. Um, With an extension and more money. Wow. I don't know what he did to deserve to deserve a raise and an extension, but okay. But, you know, Covey's gone as well. I don't think either of us were fans of Covey last year. I'm, I don't know who the punt returner is going to be now. Um, and I don't think we have a punter either. I, I, I don't think we have a punter. Sipos is gone. I mean, he's good. on the practice squad, though. He's on the practice squad. Okay. I mean, I think Sipos stinks. Yeah. I would like for us to bring in a new punter. I just don't know who that's going to be. The season's in less than a week. But we saw Jake Elliott, who I think Jake's one of the best in the business. Yeah. So that's what I have to say about our special teams. Yeah, I, um, I'm worried about the special teams. I'm with you. The Eagles, to me, especially in Howie Roseman 2.0 era, since he came back from the broom closet, um, he's listen. He's made some mistakes then, even. So I'll say since push Jalen Rager. Um, so starting with the Jalen Hurts pick, he's he's been money. He's been money. Um, and usually his decisions to me make a lot of sense. Even the Rager pick to me. At the time, at least made some sense because Rager had speed. We needed speed, but obviously that was a terrible pick. Um, bringing back Michael Clay to me makes absolutely no sense. What has this guy done that um, even makes him attracted to stay on the team at all? We gave him a contract extension. Our special teams were one of the worst in the league. Um, I don't understand it. And they made, like, routine errors. And it, even the Super Bowl came back to bite us. So, Jeff, why did they bring him back at all? And he's the I think he's the youngest special teams coach in the league. Get a guy with a little more experience. I'm not saying that would turn everything around in a year. But it just didn't – what warranted it? It's not like he coached really well and we didn't have the talent. Special teams, everybody has the same amount of talent, basically, on special teams. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing I could – guess at is because we lost our offensive coordinator, we lost our defensive coordinator, maybe Sirianni just wanted some consist you know, some guys coming back from last year and kept Michael Clay along. That's that's the only thing I could really say because the special teams really a blight on on such a excellent football team last year. But, you know, with Covey who could only get you like three yards per return and sit boss gone, maybe they'll be better this year. So I'm willing to give Michael Clay another chance, and hopefully we improve. It would be hard to be worse. The problem is you lost Zach McPherson for the year. He was our best special teamer. And Sean Bradley. Um, Sean Bradley. I'm not sure if he was going to make the team uh, because we had so many young guys and so many rookies and undrafted guys that made the team, but McPherson was the big one to make. Um, So, yeah, let's get into the special teams a little bit. Number one, I agree with you. Um, I think I made a comment about Jake Elliott last year. He missed a kick. Listen, Jake Elliott is one of the best in the league, and I love Jake Elliott. So I, uh, if I ever said anything bad about him, I retract that statement. I love Jake Elliott, I th- and he's just he's just a great kicker. He's got that experience, Super Bowl champ. So kicking's fine. Um, punt returner is an interesting one. I think the return game in general in the NFL is just going to kind of go away. It's going to be less important. It did come back and bite us a little bit in the Super Bowl. But um, I think Cubby's still on the practice squad, so they can bring him up, I think, three times. If not, you have Zacchaeus, maybe. Maybe they make Boston Scott, considering he's the fourth running back. The I think he may be the kick returner as of right now, too. So. There's a new rule, though. There's not even going to be kick returns anymore, basically. I, I, I think the return game in the NFL is going away. For the most part. So the, the biggest issue here is, is the punter. Um, they had all offseason to find a better punter, and they didn't do it. Aaron Sipos, 
stinks. Uh, we're just going to call it like he is. He's a guy that once in a while can hit a really good punt, but he stinks. He's not consistent. You saw it in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I know they brought in a couple of guys, but that's that's a worry spot. I think that the special teams is, is an issue this year. Yes, yes. Um, it's that's, our, that's our weak spot. Yeah, and it's if the special teams is what you're most concerned about, it sounds like you have a, a pretty good football team. Um, it's a little frustrating, though, because they knew it was bad. And what did they do to get better on special teams? They didn't really do anything at all to get better. They didn't bring in a better punt returner. They didn't bring in a better punter. They didn't really – I mean, they added young guys for the coverage unit, you know, rookies. I mean, I'm sure Keely Ringo is going to be great, a great special teamer. But they didn't – if you remember, when Chip Kelly came in, the one thing that he consistently got right was special teams. We added Chris Maragos. We added Brian Brandon. We added guys that were studs, and he focused on that. We brought in Dave Phipp as the coach. That's one thing that I think the Eagles are lacking in my opinion, and, and they didn't do anything to get better. So that's a little frustrating because special teams, to me, we have some cap space. Go out and sign a guy that's great. It's not that much money for a special team. And how we trust. And how okay. we trust. All right. All right. So, uh, so the Eagles are playing a first-place schedule this year. The league's on notice that the Eagles are a terrific football team and we're the NFC champs, so people are going to be coming for us every year. I mean, every game. Uh, so, Joe, what do you think the Eagles are going to do this year? What do you think the record's going to be at the end of the season? And do you have any sort of bold predictions about any individual players or the Eagles as a team? Uh, great, you know, great question. It's, it's tough with football because of injuries, and there's only 17 games. So that makes things a little bit more challenging. But let's just take injuries out of it for now. Okay, forget about injuries. Everybody's going to stay healthy, whatever. Um, I think the Eagles are going to win between 12 and 13 games. Um, to me, I mean, solid. I, if they get anything less than 12 games, I'd be shocked. Uh, if they get 14 wins again, I would also be surprised because it's tough. It is a tough schedule. It's tough to stay that consistent. I think 12 or 13 wins is great. Um, I think I don't think the schedule is quite as hard as people are making that to be. We have that tough run in the middle of the year with San Francisco and Dallas and the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, that's a tough run. But uh, any special predictions, I just think Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Jalen Hurts, they're all going to be great. We're going to see an added element of passing to the running backs with DeAndre Swift, which is going to add another. How are you going to stop this offense? I mean, you could have, uh, was it, 13 personnel when you have whatever it's called, when you have two running back sets. You could have two, two running backs in. What are you going to do? Hurts could keep it and run. He could hand it off to Penny or uh, Swift. Swift, he could pass it to either one of them. He could pass to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I mean, I, endless possibilities. What are you going to do? Somebody's going to be open. So the offense is going to be elite. Uh, when I look at the defense, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually excited for the young safeties. I think Sidney Brown's going to come in and end up being a starter at uh, safety, and we're going to have a safety duo for the next five to ten years with those guys. Um, you know, the tough part I think Nolan Smith is not going to have a lot of stats because the, the defense is so stacked, but I think he's going to look good. Um, so nothing really bold. I just think that this is, and I'm not trying to be a homer here. I, I think we have the best roster in the league. I would 100% agree. I think we're just 
loaded with talent. This is so exciting that we're coming into this year with just expectations to, to win the Super Bowl. I mean, we really do it, – it's really not biased. We really do have the best team in football. I mean, the team, the team stacked. Um, I think they're going to win 12 or 13 games. I think they're going to win the division. And, you know, bold prediction-wise – it, this might not even be bold, but I think that they're going to lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns. I think that ground attack with Hurts, with Gainwell, with Penny, with Swift, and even with Boston Scott, who's good for probably three or four touchdowns against the Giants this year. I think we're going to. I think we're going to have an amazing offense, and a lot of that's going to be on the ground. Um, and defensively. You know, even though I think they may not be as good as they were last year, I like Jalen Carter to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, everything I'm hearing about the guys, he is already a full-grown man just pushing other full-grown men around. And I think we're, we're, in for, we're in for a lot of excitement this year with the Eagles. Let me ask a couple of things about the defense, just because just they popped up in my head. First of all, uh, just thinking about it, I, I think a big issue with the defense is going to be potentially takeaways when you look at the NFL uh, and you just look at the trends. Typically, you don't have back-to-back years with a ton of takeaways. And we had a ton last year. I think we were leading the league for most of the year. I don't know if we ended that that way. So that could be an issue. Interceptions are incredibly volatile. So that could be a little bit of an issue. But I really want to ask about two players, Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean. People are kind of looking over them because they're very excited about Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith and Sidney Brown, which, by the way, we, we have a young core that could be together for like five years, which is very exciting. But what do you think of, of Davis and Nicobe Dean? Oh, I'm, I'm super excited for them. I, I think Jordan Davis, if he gets into slightly better shape, is going to be a really, really good NFL player. I mean, we haven't seen too much of him because... The Eagles, um, the Eagles' defensive line has just been so stacked, and he's been a younger player, so he really hasn't played too much for us yet. I think this is going to be his breakout season. I think he's going to be a run stuffer. I think he's going to be he's going to be a problem for the other team's offensive line. With Nolan Smith, I think he's going to be a really good player too. I just don't know if he's going to see the field as much as some of the other guys because he's he's a rookie. Um, but, you know, I think he's going to go in there, and when he does play, he's going to have an impact. So I don't know why people are sleeping on these two players. I mean, they're, they're, they're so young, and they have their potential is, is through the roof. I mean, Nolan Smith could have been a top 10, top 15 player on a lot of people's um, draft mock draft boards. So, you know, these are two guys I'm really looking forward to seeing. And Nicobe Dean? Do you talk about? Yeah. Nicobe? Oh, 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 did you say Nicobe Dean? Yeah. I said Nolan Smith. Oh, Nicobe Dean. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see him too. I mean, he's a guy um, that just wasn't able to get on the field because we were we were pretty good um, with with Edwards. Edwards had a great. I was a big TJ Edwards Edwards fan, so I don't want to make it sound like I thought he stunk and it's going to be easy to replace. I thought he had a great year. Uh, yeah, with Nicobe Dean, I think he's kind of similar to Michael Kendricks. He's a he's a speedster. I like that. At linebacker, especially in the modern NFL where you have to just do so much and speed really helps. I mean, sometimes you're guarding receivers. Sometimes you also have to be big and physical. And some of these tight ends are basically receivers. Um, so I think Nicobe Dean is going to have a pretty good season too. Yeah, I don't, I don't really particularly care about his size too much but um, because he, he's got great instincts. So <clears throat> I think he's going to be great. I'm not 
not well I mean I gotta see it you know you gotta see it we can all think he's gonna be great and all these guys are gonna be great we gotta see it um, but I'm excited for him like a lot of the stuff that people are concerned with him I'm not because he's just got he's so smart he's got those instincts he just he's a football player I don't care about the combine I don't care about any of that stuff he's a football player especially at linebacker other positions you know you need height you need speed you need he's a football player he's got a nose for the ball He's great at blitzing. Um, the other, I thought this was a good move, picking up Zach Cunningham, a veteran linebacker, a guy that was, you know, got some pedigree. He knows how to tackle, too. I'm excited for that. All right, um, what do you want to talk about next? You want to pick our division winners for this year? Let's do it. All right, let's start. We'll start with the AFC. We'll probably go over that a little faster than we will with the NFC. Um, AFC West, interesting division, a um, little bit of a shakeup. Um, you know, I, I think I think Kansas City's the pick personally. I would you would you disagree? I Kansas City's got no chance. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kansas City's that is you know that's uh, that's a lock. Kansas City. Kansas City is, I mean, I like the Chargers too. I think the Chargers will be a playoff team. Um, but you know, Kansas City's Kansas City. You got Andy Reid. You got Patrick Mahomes. They're they're. They're probably going to get it done. Um, you got Sean Payton, who's in Denver now with Russell Wilson, but I don't see that. I, I don't see it, and then I think the the Raiders with Jimmy G. There, I don't, I don't see them doing anything either. So I really think it's Kansas City's division. They're going to be. I, I think the Raiders are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I think uh, they got a, a clown for a head coach. And you know Jimmy G is a, a you know he's bo- average. He's a game manager. Like, yeah, he's bottom ten starting qu- starting quarterback. I mean, I think he should be a starter in the league, but I mean he's not been special. Obviously, he went to a Super Bowl before, but I think Josh McDaniels is a, a total clown, total clown show. All right, um, next next division, AFC South. I think this is. This might be the easiest one out, out of all of them. It, it's been a horrible division for so long, and it, it looks like it's going to stay that way. I like um, Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jacksonville Jaguars to get it done pretty easily. I don't know who else. I don't know who's going to be in second. You got Houston, you got Indy, and you got Tennessee, and those are three teams I think stink. So what do you think, Joe? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, I'll go with Dougie P. I'll go with WP. I think they're kind of a team on the rise. Um, so when I'm looking at that uh, division, I think Houston's going to be one of the worst teams. I'm interested to see how C.J. Stroud does, but they're not going to be good. Um, Tennessee, I don't think, is going to be good. And Indy, I think, is going to stink. So Jacksonville, to me, an easy pick. And how about uh, the Colts quarterback, uh, Anthony Richardson, during a, a preseason game, Joe, given the Eagles fans uh, the fly Eagles fly when he scored a touchdown. I mean, wh- what a loser move, dude. You're, you're, you're an NFL start. You're going to be starting this year, and you're, you're doing that during a preseason game? Oh, my God. I hope this dude gets lit up. Well, just some of the things I've heard. And he's obviously an athletic freak. Um, I'm sure he's a decent guy. But uh, from what I heard from the Eagles beat writers is he's just not – he was not good in practice, not accurate at all. Good. I'm, I'm not rooting for him because that was, that was a loser move. Yeah. Uh, not, not a fan. Yeah. yeah I don't think he's going to be – at least this year, I don't think he's going to be good. All right. Let's, let's, let's do the AFC North. This is – it's a little bit more interesting here. You got 
um, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, of course. And then you have Lamar Jackson coming back to Baltimore. You got that criminal loser, Deshaun Watson, at the helm for the loser scumbag Cleveland Browns organization. And then you got Pittsburgh, who a lot of people are pretty high on this year. All I saw all over my Twitter feed all summer was uh, Kenny Pickett and was it George Pickens, the the receivers? These guys really making some great throw and catches in the preseason, some some actual highlights. So people think the Steelers could improve. Who do you like in the AFC North? Uh, Well, the big thing is Joe Burrow's health right now. They're not even sure if he's going to play the first game. Um, and this is a division where I think all the teams are, like, pretty close. I mean, with the Browns, obviously, a lot is uh, dependent on Deshaun Watson. And I mean, I think he was horrible last year. Terrible. Terrible. I think he's got bad karma. He's a distraction. So I'm going to take Cleveland out of it. I also just don't think they're that good. They're okay. Um, again, a lot has to do with Joe Barrow. But I'm going to go with the Bengals first. I think Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore are actually pretty close. Obviously, a lot's dependent on Kenny Pickett. It's hard to tell with these young guys that haven't really done it. Um, I probably like Kenny Pickett a little bit better than some people. I think he's he's competent, and I think they're just a good organization. They just Mike Tomlin. He has never had a losing season. They have some talent. They they know how to win. Um, so I don't think they're going to be terrible. That's the thing, but you could say the same thing about the Ravens. I mean, Harbaugh, he knows how to win. They rarely have a losing season. Lamar Jackson, lots depend on his health. It's a very weird division, but I'm going to go with the Cincy. We'll go with with Burrow. Yeah, I'm going with the Bengals, too. I think Burrow's an elite, elite quarterback. He's he's really good. He's got the weapons. Um, I think they're going to win that division, but that's a really good division. The the order after that, though, is I I don't know. Maybe I'll put the Steelers there, but you can't count out the Ravens. I mean, Harbaugh, uh, former Philadelphia Eagles coach John Harbaugh, you can't count him out. All right, so the AFC East is our final division in the AFC. Mm. I actually think this is the best division in all of football. Mm-hmm. You have the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen. They've been good for so long. you got the Jets this year with Aaron Rodgers, and he's got some weapons. They have a great defense. I think next to the Eagles, they probably have the best offensive line. You have uh, Tua in Miami, who, you know, I'm still not a big Tua guy. He's... He's been injured so many times now, but they still have a pretty talented team. They have a really talented team, the Dolphins. They do. And they then, play them. Yeah, and they got Dalvin Cook, too, right? Did they sign Dalvin Cook? He, uh, I'm pretty sure they got Dalvin Cook. They, they just they added some more players, too, recently. Didn't they get Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, they have Jalen Ramsey now, too. So that's, they, got, they got they have Tyreek Hill. Maybe the best wide receiver duo. Uh, yeah, Jalen Waddell. So they're... They're a really good team, and then you have the Patriots, and Bill Belichick's still coaching them. We play them week one. So who do you like in the AFC East? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, this is not an easy one because I think all the teams are pretty good. Um, I'm not, and maybe I'll be wrong, which is fine. I'm always, if I'm wrong, feel free to shout me out. I just think Aaron Rodgers is not as good as he used to be. And I think Tom Brady kind of got us thinking, oh, every quarterback can play till they're 45. Aaron Rodgers is almost 40 years old. Um, so I, I know we got some Jets fans out there that listen to the podcast, but I, I think the Jets will be good this year, better than they've been in a long time because they're just not a good organization. But I don't think they're winning the division. Um, and 
Again, I, I actually think Miami has the most talented roster. But, and Tua has won a lot of games last year. But his health is a big concern. I think uh, New England's going to be a mediocre team. Not terrible, not great. So I got to go with, with Buffalo again. Buffalo? Okay. Yeah, um, I, this is where we disagree. I'm I, going with the New York football Jets with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. I still think he has something left. I think that Packers team last year, I, he really was not thrown to anyone. Um, and I think that Jets defense is, is really good. I think Sauce Gardner might turn out to be the best cornerback in all of football, establish himself as that after this yeah. season. And like I said earlier, great defensive line. So I think the Jets get it done in the AFC East, but that's really close because I think the Bills and the Jets are both going to be great this year. Um, so we picked our division winners. Do you want to pick three uh, wild card teams we think are going to make the playoffs? Yeah, that's a good point. The Jets actually have a great, potentially great defense. Um but let's talk about their offense a little bit before we move on. They got Wilson, who I think is really good. He's really good. Who else do they have on their offense? They have Garrett Wilson. Yeah, they have Garrett. Bryce Hall. Okay. They, I don't know. they have... Um, Sorry, Jeff. Oh, no, I was wrong. Uh, the, the Dolphins didn't sign Cook. The Jets signed Cook. Oh, the Jets signed Cook. The Jets signed Alvin Cook. I don't really um, care about running back. They have, they have Alan Lazard, who's... You know, he's a third wide receiver. I think they have Nicole Hardman who used to be on the Chiefs. I don't think he's, like, a really good wide receiver either, but I do like Garrett Wilson, and I like Brees Hall, and obviously I, I like Aaron Rodgers. I, I like Garrett Wilson. Uh, Rodgers, I don't know. I, does he love football anymore? He's kind of a weird guy. He's old. He wasn't good last year. I mean, people are ranking him as a top-five quarterback in the league after last year. I don't I think this is a guy that won the MVP. He's just two years removed from it. Yeah, but football... I know it happens fast. It's hard to come back. I mean, I'm not saying it won't happen, but it's not like he's going from... You know, the Packers didn't have a good offense, but it's not like the Jets have a great offense. They have an okay... I mean, they got an okay offense. I think Miami's got a way better offense. I think... Oh, Miami's weapons are... are But the Jets have a good... The Jets have a really good defense. The Jets, I think, are going to have one of the best defenses in the AFC. And then just when you put that with Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he might not even have to do all that much. I mean, they were were almost a playoff team last year with a bunch of bums at quarterback. So I think when you put in Aaron Rodgers, I think he's going to be rejuvenated this year. I I think he just had to get out of Green Bay. He is a weird guy. So, you know, maybe they start out 0-2 and the – New York media is all over him, and he just shuts down. Uh, New, we'll New, see. New York's the opposite of it, it is, Yeah, it is. You couldn't get any more opposite. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I just, uh, you know, I watched Reed Blankenship pick him off last year, and I just kind of lost all respect for him. So, that's, uh, anyway, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know we got Jets fans out there. I think the Jets will be a good team. I actually think Miami's going to be better than them, though. Depending, I mean, obviously, if Tua gets hurt, you know, whatever. But All right, uh, three wild card teams. So, Chargers, for me, will be one of them. Um, I'll give Baltimore one of them. That's two. And I'll give Miami. All right, so the Jets don't make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Jets have a terrible organization. But that plays a role in this. They're not a good organization. One of the worst. They, you know, they haven't um, won a championship game since 1968. They haven't won the division since 2002. And they haven't been to the playoffs in 12 years. That is forever. So they are an awful organization. And they're in a, t- they're in a tough division. Tough division. So, again, would it shock me if they won the division? No. 
would it shock me if they missed the playoffs? No. But you could say that about any of the teams in the AFC East. So it's not – I'm really trying not to disrespect the Jets. I think they're a really good team. Sure. And, you know, there's – the AFC is loaded. I mean, we'll get to the NFC soon, but the AFC exactly. – the, the, the best teams are in the AFC. I think if you put the Jets in the NFC, they might be the second-best team. So – um, I no disrespect to the Jets fans out there. I'm having a little bit of fun. I really, I don't really like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's he's been a little bit of a clown recently. I, I just, I like quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts that just freaking do their job, and they don't, you know, I don't know. Rodgers just seems like a jerk. So I, I hate to say it. I mean, whatever. You know, this yeah, he's is. been a weird guy for sure. Yeah, I just you know. Anyway, all right. My my wild card teams. I'm going Buffalo. I'm going Baltimore, and I'm going the Chargers. Chargers. So though that is a loaded playoff. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's loaded tough playoff to, teams, man. And it's, you're leaving off some good teams because, for me at least, I'm leaving off Miami, who I think is going to be good. I think Pittsburgh's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I can see the Broncos being like kind of good. Um, I don't know about the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like super high on them, but I just think Sean Payton really is a, a special head coach, and I, I think he could get something out of Russell Wilson, even though he looked. He looked so bad last year. Yeah, but the rest of their team, I mean, I can't even name that many players on the Broncos anymore. Um, and Wilson was horrible. I mean, Rodgers was not good. Wilson was horrible. Uh, and Peyton's been out of the league for a while now. So we'll see. I'm not I'm not a Denver fan. I'm not a Vegas fan at all. I don't think any of the teams in the AFC South are that good. I mean, Jacksonville, I'm going to give them credit. They got Calvin Ridley this year. Like, I think they'll be a solid team. But I'm not, I'm not willing to say yet Jacksonville's all that much better than Miami or New York. I mean, we'll say a lot of it has to do with if Trevor Lawrence takes another step. Sure. If he takes another step, then it's no question. But if he's just the same as last year, he's a good quarterback. But we'll see. All right, NFC. All right, NFC. Let's start with the NFC West. I'm going with San Fran. I think this is a lock. I, I think this, this is a pretty bad division. You have the Cardinals. With Jonathan Gannon as the head coach, who I think are just openly tanking for Caleb Williams this year. Colt McCoy was supposed to be the starter, and they just cut him. They just let him go. So now their starting quarterback um, to, to open week one is some guy, I, I forget who it is, but I think they signed him like two weeks ago. I don't know if he even knows the offense. So I think this is a team, I mean, obviously the players, when they're out there, are going to be trying, but I think the front office and maybe even the coaches are, aren't really going to be trying to win these games. And, you know, Kyler Murray is injured. Let's see if he even shows up this year. I mean, I don't even think he's a good quarterback anyway, but I think the Arizona Cardinals are, are a complete disaster. Uh, the Rams, I don't think they're really any good either. They, they're just decimated after after that Super Bowl. So many guys left. So many guys got injured. And then you have Seattle, who surprised a lot of people last year. I don't think anyone thought Geno Smith was going to be in the MVP discussion, but he was really good last year. But I, I think Seattle's taking a step back. I, I, yeah. I'm, they had a really nice season, but I think a regression is coming. I, I totally agree with you. I think that San Francisco's probably the second best team in the conference. Uh, big question mark at quarterback, though. I'm going to keep coming back to that. I know San Francisco fans get really upset when I say that Brock Purdy last year. It doesn't mean anything what he did last year. This year, he's going to be the starter. I just don't think he's special. I've watched him in multiple games. Listen, I'm not going to say I broke down the tape on him, but he just doesn't seem like a special quarterback to me. Hey, that come back and bite me. Maybe he ends up being a, a great quarterback, but uh, I think a regression is coming from him. But the rest of their roster is so good. Seattle, I think, is taking a step back. Arizona is going to be a disaster. 
And I think the Rams are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. So I'm going to San Francisco. All right. NFC South, um, you have the Saints with uh, Derek Carr at quarterback now. Yeah, Tampa Bay. Is, is Baker the starter? Yep. Okay, Baker's starting. We know what we're going to get from him. You have Atlanta Falcons, who apparently some people are kind of high on. Um, I'm not a big Desmond Ritter guy myself, but I think they'll I think they'll be a decent team. And then you have Carolina Panthers with uh, their new quarterback, um, uh, Bryce Young. So who do you like in the NFC South? I mean, listen, anything could happen. you got a couple young quarterbacks in this division, but I'm going New Orleans pretty easily. they got a good roster already, a really good defense. Derek Carr, at least as of right now, is by far the best quarterback in that division. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get from Bryce Young. Maybe Desmond Ritter takes a big step up. We know what Baker Mayfield is. So very easily I'm putting New Orleans number one. I might put Atlanta number two. Um and then the other two teams, I don't even think they're they're really going to be in it this year. Obviously, it'll be interesting watching uh, Bryce Young, but I just don't think they have a ton of talent on Carolina. It's a new coaching staff. It's going to be tough to turn it around year one. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, I would be absolutely shocked if either Carolina or Tampa Bay won the division. But I'm in agreement with you. I think New Orleans wins this division. I actually am pretty high on the Saints this year. I think they could be an 11-win team. I think Derek Carr with some of these weapons. Like, I don't think Derek Carr is a great quarterback, but I think if you put him around good coaches and some decent weapons like Alvin Kamara, Mike, Michael Thomas, um, Olav or whatever his name is, I think I think he can he can be pretty good. So I like the Saints to win 11 games this year and, and win the division. Um, and I think they're one of the better teams in a very weak NFC this year. Yep, I agree. All right, so now we're going to the NFC North. You go first. Yeah, so this is this the, is a tough one. Yeah, this is the one I've been struggling with. I've make make going, your bold projections, Jeff. <laughs> I know, I know where you're going. I've been going back and forth. Um, so I'll, I think the Packers stink. Yeah. I think the Packers are going to be one of the worst teams in football this yeah. year. I think Jordan Love actually was doing kind of decent in the preseason, but I'm I'm just not a big Jordan Love guy. I don't think he really has the weapons around him. They might have an okay defense, but I'm at, I'm out on the Packers. Yeah, I'm with you. The other three teams, I think. Any single one of them could win the division. The Chicago Bears are probably the team least likely, but it really wouldn't shock me if they did. I wasn't a Justin Fields guy when he got drafted, but he really did surprise me last year, and that was with a pretty horrible team. Now he has DJ Moore, who I don't think is a great receiver, but when you pair him with Justin Fields, I think he could be very good. So, like, part of me wants to take Chicago to win the division this year, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be a coward, and I'm going to take the sexy pick everyone is taking this year, and that's the Detroit Lions. They surprised a lot of people last year. They almost made the playoffs. Jared Goff had a great season. It's a pretty talented team. Um, I'm not a Dan Campbell guy, so I think he could... I mean, maybe the players will really rally around him, and maybe there's something to that. But in terms of like X's and O's, I don't think he's he's that kind of guy. But And then there's Minnesota, who they were so fluky last year. They had a pretty good record, but they may have had like a negative point differential or something close to it. They're, and they lost... Like, they don't have a, a good of, defense. They, lost a, lot they lost a lot of players. Like, I'm... I'm probably higher on Kirk Cousins than most people are, but... Him and Goff are pretty comparable. They are. They put up numbers, but they don't really... 
get you all the way there. So oh, Goff, Goff went to a Super Bowl. Goff, yeah. Well, uh, okay, it was but, Kirk Cousins done. Goff, <laughs> I don't think Goff took the Rams to the Super Bowl. They were a really good team, and Goff just so happened to be the quarterback of it. Um, but yeah, he, you know, he has been to a Super Bowl. So I'm, t- I'm taking the Lions. Show final answer: Detroit Lions. Yeah, I I really don't have too much to add there. I I agree with you. I think Jordan Love ha- has a chance to be a little bit better than other people think, but uh, but their roster is just not that good. So Packers are going to be last, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and then you have kind of a cluster there. I think the Vikings are taking a step back though. They lost a lot of players. They I don't know how they won twelve games last year. I mean, we just absolutely embarrassed them week two. Uh, and they lost players. Kirk Cousins, I just don't believe in him. I'll go Detroit. I also do not like Dan Campbell. I think he's so overrated as a coach. Um, I don't buy his shtick. But, you know, if the players like him, I think he's got a good offensive coordinator. I actually like Jared Goff more than, than most people do. I think he might be better than Kirk Cousins. Um, not that I think he's great, but he was the number one overall pick, and he's been to a Super Bowl, and he had a really good year last year. So it's not like he's some nobody off the street. So I'm going to go Detroit. I, I, although, would it shock me if Minnesota, they, they seem to be a good regular season team. I'd be surprised if Chicago does. I just don't think Chicago's got a lot of talent. I, don't think, they have a, I think they have a terrible defense. Their offense could be better. I like Justin Fields. I'm with you, but their defense is terrible. I don't like their head coach. Um, so I'll go Detroit. All right. All right. And let's wrap it up with the NFC East. Eagles. It's going to be the Eagles. I mean, but then again, no team has uh, won back-to-back NFC East crown since what? 2004. 2004? 2004. So it's been quite some time, but if there was ever a year to do it, I think it is this year just because the Eagles are such a good team. I also Dallas is a really good team. I think Dallas is the third best team in the NFC, and they they're they're a regular season team. They win a lot of games, they put up a lot of numbers, and then once they get into the playoffs, they they fold. They they do. Dak Prescott does it, even though Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl, he does it. So I really think it's just a two team race, and I like the Eagles to get it done. Yes. Um... This is this is going to be tough. Uh, I mean, I don't want to lie to anybody. The Cowboys are going to win a lot of games. I'd be shocked if they don't. That's what they do, and they have a very talented team. They got C.D. Lamb. They have two great cornerbacks. They have some really good pass rushers. They have, some people might say, the best defensive player in the league. Um, they still have a good offensive line. So, and, and whatever you want to say about Dak Prescott, he had a bad year. And um, I... I don't think he's that good anymore, but he's better than a lot of Eagles fans give give uh, credit. Like I'm again not going to be a homer here. Dak Prescott's been a top fifteen, top ten quarterback throughout most of his career. So when you're looking at this NFC, he might be the second best qu- uh, quarterback in the, in the conference. They're going to win a lot of games, and that doesn't mean they're going to be a better team. That doesn't mean that they're going to beat us in the playoffs or go further than us in the playoffs. But could they win the division? It wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me. But I'm going to say the Eagles, they have the talent, they have the fortitude, they have the leadership. Um, I think they're, they're going to get it done. I think it's going to be a close race to the end. But I think they're going to get it done this year. But it's going to be close. Like maybe we, get in by, we win by a game. 
Sure. Sure. Dallas is a really good team. I don't think we're going to sweep them in, in the regular season. We just always split against them. They actually do very well against us. Um, so you're not giving the Giants or the Commanders any, any chance, Joe? Commanders have no chance. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Um, in my opinion, I think that they have a terrible head coach. Ron Rivera is a terrible head coach. He got lucky with Cam Newton a couple of times outside of two seasons with Cam Newton when he was at the top of his game. Ron Rivera's been a bad head coach. He says stupid things. He just hasn't. I mean, he's not a bad guy. He might be a great defensive coordinator. He's just not a good head coach. They got a bad. They went from a, a absolute awful owner to just a regular bad owner. Um, they don't have talent. They have one. Well, maybe two good receivers. I'll give them that. They have some good defensive linemen. Their defense should be okay. Sam Howell. I mean, I know people are trying to get on the Sam Howell train. I'd be shocked if he's a top twenty quarterback this year. Who knows? I mean, anything could happen. But I'd be shocked. Um, so they think the Giants, I think, are overrated. Um, they're, they're, listen, they're going to be a good team. They're going to be maybe uh, you know nine win team. But Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, he's okay. He's not great. Um, they didn't add a ton of talent. I mean, I hate to say you added like a linebacker. I think his name's Bobby Okakiri or something. I never heard of him before this offseason. He's okay. I wouldn't have spent money on uh, on a uh, off-ball linebacker. And they had Darren Waller, who's 31 years old and hasn't been good in two years. So he might be really good, but I think that they're not that good. Average. Average team. Average team. Maybe slightly above average. Yeah, I, I think... Um, well, let's get into our wild-card picks. Yeah. Um, so I, I like the Cowboys as a wild-card team. I also like the Giants. Okay. Just because the NFC is just so weak... Mm-hmm. Um, they surprised a lot of people last year. I really do think Dayball's a, a really good head coach, and I think he's going to get them back to the playoffs. I think they're going to just play, um, you know, decent enough football to get there. And then my last wild card team. Come on, give it to Chicago. <laughs> I really want to, but I'm going to chicken out again. I'll give it to the Vikings just because they seem to be good in the regular season. Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Like him and Kirk Cousins are they'll, they'll, they'll do enough to make the playoffs, but I'm not I'm not confident in it. Like if the Bears or the, or the Falcons or the Seahawks made it, it would not surprise me. I'm going to keep it uh, quick. I just hate the Giants, and I hate Giant fans. So maybe this is a little biased. Maybe it is a little personal. Maybe they're a little bit better than I'm giving them credit for. I do like Brian Dable a ton. I love Mike Kafka, former Philadelphia Eagle. Um, But I'm going to leave them off the playoffs just because I hate the Giants. I will give it to Dallas. Um, No doubt in my mind they're making the playoffs. I will give it to Minnesota, um, and I will give it to Seattle. I think because they're in a terrible division. Uh, Pete Carroll, uh, I think they'll still make the playoffs. Okay, yeah, that's uh, can't argue with that. That's a so. With that said, let's give our Super Bowl predictions for this year, Joe. There's a lot of lot of good teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Eagles made a Super Bowl last year. Do you think they get back there this year? Um, you know, it's very tough to go to back to back Super Bowls. And a lot has to go right, and a lot can change from now until, you know, January, February, especially with injuries. But if I'm looking at it right now, I'm saying the Eagles, because of Jalen Hurts more than anything, more than anything, because of Jalen Hurts, um, I, I'm going to put them back in the Super Bowl, and I'll have them playing. I'm going to go, uh, oh, man, this is, this is tough. 
But I'm going to do somebody different just just for fun. Because I've, I've been pretty non-controversial today, I would say, for the most part. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a bold prediction here. Piss some people off, Joe. Come on. Uh, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Whoa! The, we just played Andy Reid. It's time for Dougie P. Um, they get hot in the playoffs. Doug knows how to win in the playoffs. He's now won uh, you know, a lot of playoff games. And, uh, yeah, I think that would be a fun Super Bowl. And um, I don't think it's going to be the Bills. Um, I don't think it's going to I think the Bengals have a decent shot, but I, I'm not giving it to them. And uh, I'd love to see a repeat with the Chiefs, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with a bold prediction and say the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I love it. I love it. I really do think Jacksonville's going to be really good this year. I think when you give Trevor Lawrence, who I think is one of the, the best young quarterbacks in the league, a weapon like Calvin Ridley, who people may forget, is one of the he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He didn't play last year because of a suspension, but uh, he's he's elite. He's he's they're going to be a really good duo. And then you have Doug Peterson, who I think is a great head coach, has won a Super Bowl. That would be fun. I mean, they were very very close to beating Kansas City in the playoffs last year. I don't I don't think people realize how close they were. So and I, Johnny Mo Money will love to hear that because I I was a very down on Trevor Lawrence last year. But oh, Johnny uh, Money is, is going crazy right I, now. He's I, strolling for that Super Bowl. I'm giving more credit, and I like Trevor Lawrence. I think he's a, a guy that has a good head on his shoulders more than anything. But I'm going to give a lot of credit to Dougie P here for developing him. So uh, I know Johnny's going to lose his mind with that because he doesn't think coaches make any difference at all in the, in the game of football. But, you know, they're only paid millions of dollars for a reason. Anyway, Jeff, what do you think? So coming out of the NFC... This is going to sound maybe crazy, but I think it's it's really between two teams, and that is the Eagles, and that's the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas, great regular season team. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win a ton of games. They just fold once the pressure is on. Once the lights are bright, they are not going to the Super Bowl this year. They will not get it done. So I think it comes down to the Eagles in San Francisco. I, I can see them being in the NFC Championship game again. It wouldn't surprise me if San Francisco went, but I, I think the Eagles are the better team. I think they have the much better quarterback. So I think the Eagles are representing again. AFC. AFC, man, that it's much tougher. I mean, I could see like seven different teams representing the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. But I think it's going to be an Eagles-Bengals Super Bowl. Um, Joe Burrow, incredible. Uh, Jamar Chase might be the second-best receiver in the NFL. I mean, they have they have the talent. Um, they were close, you know. They were close to going back to back last year. So I think it'll be the Bengals. I'm, I'm out on the Bills. I, I just I feel like they missed their shot. There's I've heard that. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs have not talked at all all offseason. I think Diggs is a bit of a diva, and maybe he just is a problem this year. But I, I like the Bengals, and I like the Eagles, and I like the Eagles to take what was theirs last year and win the Super Bowl. You know, Jeff, you make a compelling point. I'm changing my divisional pick. I'm going to say the Dolphins win. Uh, Dolphins, okay. Dolphins. So I'm changing my opinion because I'm with you. I hate the Bills. How about that? They think they're all that. They've sucked for 20 years. They're good for a couple years. They think they're better than everybody. They think they're the best fan base. Yeah. I hate the Bills. Screw them. I am going with the Miami Dolphins. 
Uh, I think they're a very talented team. All right, uh, we're at an hour and ten minutes, so I think we're going to end it here unless you got anything else to say. We're looking forward to this upcoming game, obviously, but we'll break that down next week. Yeah, we're going to break down the uh, the Eagles-Pats game after after next week. But I just want to say I think the Eagles are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think it should be much more. I think the Eagles are going to win by double digits Sunday. We're going to start the season on the, off on the right note. I mean, obviously it's week one and anything can happen. But um, I don't know why the Patriots are – it seems like they're getting a lot of credit, at least with the books, to, to only be – um, three and a half point underdogs. I think I, I don't think they're very good. So um, expect an Eagles win this Sunday. Smash the over. Yeah, everybody was expecting the Eagles to be rusty last year. What they do? They went out and destroyed the Falcons. So they're going to be ready. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I think the Patriots are a decent team. They're better than the Falcons last year. It's obviously Bill Belichick, but it's Bill Belichick without Tom Brady, which is a different guy, different record without Tom Brady. Anyway, guys, we're going to end it here. We'll catch you next week, and we're going to end it with a fly swoop fly.